to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. The Gators have won the ball game on a bomb. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, good morning, and welcome to another edition of Inside the Huddle on a gorgeous day here in Gainesville. I'm Steve Russell, alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. Seth is going to produce our broadcast today. We have a lot of ground to cover Guys, always a pleasure to have you. First day of uh, December here, whatever, first, second. Well, I'm, Feels we, like December, too. Yeah, it's, it's for a change, it does, yeah. Um, let's go back a little bit uh, to, to Kentucky, uh, Coach, because, look, it must pain you to see Kentucky just has a hard time throwing the football. They, they really have a difficult time. And, and Florida was not sharp early, you know. But bottom line is to win a football game, is it not? Isn't that the bottom line? Oh, it was a good game. It was a good game, Steve. And uh, just a reminder to everyone, wear your mask often as you can right now, and hopefully those vaccines are going to be here pretty soon. Uh, we're in December now. Supposedly they're going to roll some out in the middle of this month and into January. So let's, let's all be safe and so forth. But, yeah, I'll tell you what, it was a good game. You know, we got off to a slow start, just like at Vandy. I, I got a <clears throat> notion I want to tell Coach Grantham, Let's go out in warm-ups with our pads on and bump each other around a little bit and get ready for a ball game. Seems like we're not, hmm. you know, we're not ready to go uh, at the start of the last couple of games. Uh, but after that, heck, the defense shut them out second half. And uh, sometimes uh, I was listening to talk show radio nationally, and some of our Gator complainers, I call them, the Gator <laughs> complainers, uh, were complaining we're not winning pretty enough and we're not this, that, and the other. But I'll tell you what, we are number, what, five in the nation, four or five, something like that. We're seven and one, one fumble away from being eight and oh. Uh, these complainers, you could be an FSU fan right now, you know? Just think about all these other schools that they got some issues. We got no issues. We're in the hunt. After eight weeks in the season, we're in the hunt to win it all. Uh, we couldn't be hardly in any better position right now. But we got to go beat, beat Tennessee this week and clinch the East and, you know, go one game at a time. We all know that. But anyway, the, the Gator complainers sort of shed a bad light on us Gator, the Gator Nation. I mean, 98, 99% of us, we're happy as we can be. We got a team right in the, in the hunt for everything, and we got people out there complaining and bitching. So if you're not one of those complainers, let him know he's sort of hurting us. He's hurting the Gator Nation. Nationally, we don't want to be a bunch of guys that complain and bitch about everything. You know what I mean, Steve? Yeah. So let's get, let's get behind the Gator Nation, man. Let's make this thing roll because we have a chance for a big year this, this coming season right now. Isn't it funny? Um, Coach, you went through this. Um, Urban went through it. When you throw for three touchdown passes and you throw for 300-plus yards, oh, what's wrong? That That's where things are now. Yeah, it is, and it's it's disappointing. I mean, the, the bottom line is, it's like Coach has always said, is to win the game. You know, if they're going to keep score, you try to win the game, and it doesn't matter how you do it, you win it because, you know, 20 years from now, nobody's going to remember Florida beat mm-hmm. Kentucky 30-whatever to 10. You know, you just won the game. And uh, you're not going to play your best every week. And, and what, like Coach said, what would you call them, Coach? The Gator haters? Complainers. 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 Not haters. Complainers. complainers. 
Gators you know, complainers. <laughs> they got to understand that, and you and I talk about it many times, Steve. Mm-hmm. Mark Stoops, they watch the same game tape that Dan Mullen and his staff watch, yeah. and they're going to have some a plan that may catch you off guard. Mm-hmm. You know, Kentucky, yeah. their plan was the same thing they did against Alabama. First couple of drives, they they ran it right down Alabama's throat. They ran it down our throat, but you know, eventually. They don't have enough big play mm-hmm. capability to win the game. Yeah. Now, Steve, what I was trying to say, I'm not saying don't ever complain. Now, if we, you know, look like some of those other teams we've been watching in the nation, uh, you should complain. Even Danny Cannell said, hey, I'm an FSU guy, love my school and all that. But, yeah, we got a right to complain where we're at right now. So, anyway, but when we're – it's going well. And I heard another analogy. Some guy said in a baseball game, if your home team is behind two to nothing – in the first or second inning, and then comes back and wins, nobody says a word. Yeah. Sometimes the other guy gets the hits in the first and second inning or third inning, and, and then you go on. So it's a, it's a four-quarter game, just like it's a nine-inning baseball game, and uh, let's play it all out and, and see who plays the best. I like that analogy. That's pretty mm-hmm. good, wasn't it? Baseball, yeah, it was. Because, yeah. I mean, heck, sometimes a starting pitcher who's really good mm-hmm. – is just off to start the game, and then he throws eight shutout innings. Nobody remembers he gave up a two in the first. That's right. So, no yeah. big deal. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do our play of the week, guys, brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Play of the week, Shaner. My play of the week goes to the running back at Buffalo. Uh, I forgot his name, uh, but he had like 35 carries for 400-something yards, eight touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He only needed another 18 yards to break the all-time record, which is Samaji Piran from Oklahoma. And I'm surprised his coach didn't allow him to do it because the other the other running back got 20 carries. So uh, that he's he's my it's really not a play of the day, but he was spectacular. Uh, my player of the week is one probably none of us here in the South hardly have ever heard of. Jamar Jefferson is a running back at Oregon State. Ran for 226 yards against Oregon. Now, Oregon, Oregon State, that's like Alabama-Auburn. It's like us, FSU, in-state rivals, and that's a big game out there. So Oregon State, they haven't been very good in football lately, uh, but they beat their big brother up there. They call it uh, University of Oregon, uh, and this kid ran for 226 yards. Jamar Jefferson is his name. My play of the week, we talked about this yesterday, Coach, was the punt, the punt return, the, the, the fake, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, that was, and again, you talk about coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Well, these coaches, the uh, analysts, the assistants, whatever, they look for little advantages in the Georgia game. Swing passes. They found a weakness in Georgia's defense. Well, that play that Florida put on, mm-hmm. that they saw something on tape with, that Kentucky did with their punter, that to me is good coaching. It's play of the game or play of the week for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like what was done I agree. There. I agree. In fact, uh, Greg Knox is our special team coordinator. He doesn't get much pub, but he deserves it because not only that uh, punt return by Cladarius Tony, uh, but the coffin corner kick. Remember that word, coffin corner, Steve? Yeah, they don't do that that's anymore, do they? Jacob Finn, that's, yeah, everybody pooches it up high and tries to down it now. But he's, <laughs> he knocked it out on the one-yard line. Beautiful punt. And uh, that set up the uh, the punt return. And then, of course, we had the fake punt ourselves, where our running back uh, got the direct snap yep. and ran for about 10, 12 yards. And next play, I think, we hit uh, Pitts, Kyle Pitts, for the touchdown. So special teams were huge, especially the first half of that game last week. And I go back to, I think that's coaching. That's what mm-hmm. you look for 
on tape. Exactly. Um, okay, questions of the week, guys. Uh, and we got, as usual, a lot of them. Brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chev- Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. If you have questions, send them to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Um, and I, I will tell you, we, we can't get to all of them. We've got 15 of them here. So uh, I'll try to run through these as, as much as I can. And again, if you send a question in every week, I'm probably going to try to get people who haven't done that uh, kind of first. Bobby in Huntsville. Mullen just beat the record you and uh, you, Coach, and Urban held for the best record through 35 games. Do those records matter to you, or are you just happy to see the Gators keep winning? I didn't even know about that record, to tell you the truth. There's a lot of other ones that uh, certainly we're proud of and our team's proud of. Uh, but all those records are team things. Uh, coach, he just gets credit because he happened to be the head coach there. But it is neat to see Coach Mullen's uh, – uh, one loss record is right there. It's above us by one now. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, that's good. Good news. Marty and St. Pete, they played a video before the game that you narrated, Steve. It's awesome. When did you start calling it the Swamp? Uh, we started it back in 91, I believe. Uh, I was talking with Norm Carlson. Uh, do we have any nicknames for our stadium? And uh, he reeled off a few here, there, and the other. And he said uh, several years ago, some person – said, you know, it was built on a swampy piece of land uh, next to campus. And I said, well, you know, swamp, that's where the alligators live. Maybe we ought to start calling it the swamp. What do you think? And he said, well, we can give it a try. So we had a, a PR guy here named McBride. I forget it. John, John McBride. McBride. John McBride. Yep. And I said, we're going to start calling our stadium the swamp. He said, that'll never work. <laughs> so he went to Orangeburger, and Orangeburger said, I don't think that's a very good idea. And I said, well, we'll, we'll see. So Bianchi got a hold of it, who was the uh, sports editor here at the time, and he made a big piece of it. And so from then on, it became Turned out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. worked. Yeah, our promotion man wasn't the sharpest. Uh, he, he left about the next year. <laughs> I think when Archbarger left, he left with it. <laughs> Anthony in Gainesville. Gator fans are notorious for being demanding and complaining, even after wins. Boy, right, right on cue. Mm-hmm. Uh, How did you handle, Coach, when you were coaching? How did you handle that? Mm-hmm. Does it bother the players to hear that stuff. Shane, to you, for instance, bother players to hear that stuff? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's a different era. You know, back when we mm-hmm. played, all you had was basically the Gainesville Sun. Uh, and, and you may read it or read the alligator while you're sitting in class or what have you. Uh, but now it's all over Twitter and every mm-hmm. sports talk radio. So I think it's a little bit different now. But, look, I, I don't know how much – I think players are all over Twitter reading about it. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it affects them because I think they're smarter than to let it affect them. And, and the coaches uh, constantly tell their players, hey, control the controllables. I heard Coach Mullen say that in the paper. So they can't control all that. And, that, and that's part of the game, people, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all kind of stuff. So, uh, But it's not good, uh, like I talked about earlier, it's just not good for the Gator Nation and what we are as fans and people here at the University of Florida. We love our school, love our football team, as well as all of our athletic teams. And we don't need to be complaining. We're, we're number five in the nation right now. Let's, let's be thankful right now where we're at. Jim says, Coach and Shane, did you ever get to meet Coach Shula? What were your impressions of him? And he said, Coach, did you play against Jake Scott or Bill Stanfield when you played Georgia back in the day? I think Jake Scott did play in that 66 game, but he played in 67 and 68, I noticed, when his uh, obituary came out. 
Uh, yeah, we played against the Dolphins uh, one game when I was with the 49ers. I think Brody played uh, just about all of that one, and it was a hot day down there. It was early in the season, and they had AstroTurf in the Orange Bowl then, <laughs> and I was over on the sideline watching, uh, but it was a hot one. I think they, they beat us down there that day, but uh, uh, that was about the only time we played Miami. Uh, relationship with Coach Shula at never, all? Never met him. Mm-hmm. Coach Shula? Yeah. Well, I was down there one week. Yeah. I was on their team uh, the last uh, exhibition game, they called it back then, and actually flew up to New York. We played the Giants in the last uh, preseason game, and uh, and then I got cut. He, he said, Steve, i got to go with two quarterbacks, and they had Don Strock, who'd been the backup for Greasy a long time, and he said, if one of them gets hurt, I'll call you up, but i got to ship you back to Gainesville. So I came back to Gainesville and started watching the Gators play, and fortunately, uh, Doug Dickey gave me a chance to coach the next year. About that, uh, Sully and Lakeland, Tampa. Now this is his words, not mine. Tampa's in a losing whirlwind, and the Bucks are not as advertised. Is Brady not as good as we thought, or is this a bad offense for him? That other team's pretty good. They lost to yeah. Kansas City. Yeah, and uh, Brady looked good after the start. You know, he had a bad start, but after that, uh, uh, he played pretty doggone well. Uh, you know, their their team just got beat. Uh, sometimes you play the Kansas City Chiefs, you're gonna get beat. And uh, they, they still got a lot of games left to make the playoffs and make a run for it. Um, let's see here. Dean in Daytona Beach, Coach. Muschamp fired and now Mason. What are your thoughts on Mason? Didn't you coach against him when you were at South Carolina? Derek Mason yeah. at uh, Vanderbilt? Yep. Yeah, he's a good, solid coach. He's a, a defensive coordinator guy that's a head coach. And uh, I'll tell you what he did. He beat Tennessee three years in a row. So that's his uh, highlight. I think he was like 27 and 58. Uh, but, you know, for a Vandy coach, uh, you know, winning about 25, 30% is got to be special. You got to do some things different to win at Vandy. But you can win at Vandy just like they're winning at Northwestern, just like we won at Duke. Uh, You can win at those academic schools, but you got to be a little different. You can't do it like everybody else does it. For both of you, Clifford and Melbourne, should Ohio State qualify for the playoff even if they don't reach the six-game minimum played? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I just think, uh, you know, the Big Ten, it, it's, there's, it's a mess right now. But I, I, I personally think we're going to see two SEC schools and two ACC schools in the mm-hmm. four-team playoff. That's the way it looks right now. I, I would agree with what Shane says. Uh, some some of those radio boys think that Ohio State will get in anyway because of their prestige and this, that, and the other. Uh, but I don't think that's the fair thing to do. I, uh, Ohio, uh, the Big uh, Ten, uh, they started late. They have no room to make up games, and, and their commissioner or president or whoever, uh, they should have started when everybody started. You know, I, I wish we'd have started when the ACC started. That'd give us a couple more weeks to to get a game in here or there. But uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait, uh, probably wait three weeks and find out. Great question from Denny in Orlando. Uh, Kyle Pitts looks great, obviously. If he played all the games, could he, or I'll, I'll change the, should he be a Heisman candidate? Yeah, I mean, he might be the best player in the country. But, you know, it's, it's all, I think it's driven now by stats. And it's usually going to go to a quarterback who's playing on a team that wins a lot. Uh, you know, I think it's down to Mac Jones and Kyle and whoever plays and wins in Atlanta is going to win the award because, you know, if you look at uh, what Matt Corral's done at Ole Miss, if he just cuts down half those interceptions when he threw mm-hmm. six against Arkansas, 
his year has been phenomenal. Yeah. And then Trevor Lawrence has got some, yeah. some time to make up, uh, ground to make up uh, uh, with the championship game against Notre Dame and all that. So, yeah, a lot of the uh, experts think that uh, the championship games will probably decide the Heisman. Mac Jones, hopefully, versus us. I think if they already clinched Alabama, I, I don't think know. they have. Uh, I'm not sure. I think but they're the same. No, I think they're just like us. They yes. have to win one more they game. Do. Okay. They do. Okay. Well, we need to get that one this week. and. And hopefully the next one also, and and, and go from there. I, I hope I pronounced this right. Uh, it's Shayla, I think. Did FSU just quit on the season? That's got to help U.S. recruiting, right? Well, I don't know who to blame for all that. Uh, they're not blaming the coaches and the players up there. The word is they want to play, uh, but their medical staff or doctors or administrators or whoever uh, are telling them that we have to cancel the game. So. I don't know exactly what all has happened, but uh, I, I do think their, their coaches and players would like to play the games. And um, let's see here. Bowen Gainesville, who are the top coaching candidates this offseason? Is there a name out there that could replace Harbaugh in Ann Arbor? Well, obviously, Hugh Freeze's name is going to be thrown around. Um, you know, it's uh, the, 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 was it? I can't remember his name, the Coastal Carolina coach. Uh, has done a tremendous Jamie job. Jamie Caldwell. Jamie Caldwell, yeah. And the Iowa State coach. Yeah, yeah. and then Billy, yep. Billy Napier, Billy uh, Napier yep. from Louisiana Lafayette. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's got some ties to South Carolina. I think he coached at Clemson at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, so who? those would be the guys probably. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, and, and, you know, uh, Greg McGarity is going to retire. I saw that. I saw that on the wire yesterday. Greg McGarity, uh I don't know. I think he just had enough of it. <laughs> I don't know. I tell you what, they—you uh, think our fans are bad? Uh, the Georgia fans uh, may be a little worse. Well, you almost got to feel sorry for the the people in Georgia. You know, the Falcons uh, blowing the Super Bowl, the Braves getting the playoffs every year and managed not to win at all, and then the Bulldogs were within that long pass of Tua of winning the national championship. Uh, they have been snake bit, uh, you got to say. And now their team, the way they looked against South Carolina, they look good as anybody in the country. But they've already got two losses, so uh, they're out of all the big stuff. All right, those are our questions of the week. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And again, if you have questions, you can send them to questions at Inside the Huddle hbc.com mm-hmm. and now we're going to get a call on the Campus USA call in line that's 392-8255 that's where Box and Jim is Jim hello Hey uh, Coach and uh, Steve and Shane I uh, just wanted to uh, ask a question I'll hang up and listen um, to your knowledge based on this very weird 2020 year that we're experiencing uh, as we end the regular season are we going to have most of the bowl games, like as usual, or tell me anything you know about that. Thank you. Okay. Um, they just canceled the Sun Bowl. Um, first time since 1930-something. They're not going to play the Sun Bowl. Um, I believe there's now six or seven bowl games that have already been canceled. Um, and, it, I, guys, I, it wouldn't shock me if more don't get played. Yeah, I think a lot of the smaller ones will. I think your your ones that you see year in and year out back in the day, uh, I think they'll still be played. But you never know. I think they canceled the pinstripe bowl. They did. I, I heard. They did. Uh, so there, there'll be a bunch of them canceled. But the other ones, if they can, uh, you know, fly the team in the night before the game, that's all. 
and uh, safely go play the game and fly out. I think a lot of them will still try to play because of the television money. You know, people are going to watch football on TV. So I think I, I'm just guessing right now that maybe half of them will play and half of them will cancel. So far, nine bowl games. That was the ninth one. Uh, the holiday bowl is the one I think that has the most recognition. But, for example, I didn't know they had a red box bowl, but – that's well, it was, probably, it was probably called something else. You know, some of those smaller change. bowls change sponsorships yeah. year in and year out. So, Jim, it's been nine bowl games canceled. We'll take a break, come back. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, 
more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. All right, welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Lots to get to here. We will do our Team of the Week, guys, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Team of the Week, Shane. My Team of the Week is, uh, is the Stanford Cardinal. They get their first win of the year, and they block an extra point against Cal to win it. How about that? Stanford mm-hmm. Cardinal. All right. What do you got, Coach? My Team of the Week, I tell you what, I think I've got to go with, uh, for the first time, Notre Dame. Wow. Notre okay. Dame, they're undefeated, uh, really played well against North Carolina, and uh, they're in position. Uh, the uh, championship game of the ACC is going to be a good one this year, and it's never been worth the crap, really, because <laughs> Clemson won by three or four touchdowns, yeah. all the others. But this one promises to be a really good one. Um, i tell you what, team of the week for me, Iowa State, okay? Mm-hmm. Because uh, mm-hmm. they've got a firm grip on the Big 12 now. Um, and Campbell's done a terrific job there. And I believe I'm correct in this, guys. It's the first time Iowa State has won a road game when both teams were ranked. Mm-hmm. First time in their school history that mm-hmm. they won a road game when both teams were ranked. That's hard to believe. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so that's why uh, that's my team of the week. Um, let's yeah. do coach of the week. Brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, best Cuban food in Gator Country. Shane. Mine goes to Jonathan Smith, the Oregon State head coach. He played quarterback for them back when they had Chad Johnson and TJ Hushman Zada back when they were pretty good. But they won the Civil War. Nobody expected them to beat Oregon. So he's my coach of the, of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my coach of the week is assistant coach Greg Knox, special team coordinator here at the University of Florida. Uh, the fake punt, we got a touchdown the next play after that. Uh, the, our punter, Jacob Finn, hit it, knocked it out on the one-yard line. We got the ball back. And then Kadarius Tony had the punt return where the other returner faked like the ball was coming to him. Excellent play. And uh, fortunately, the Kentucky player kicked a low liner right to our best player, our best return guy, Clodarius Tony. So that was a, that was a beautiful play, and uh, that's how we got two touchdowns. Uh, special teams led to both touchdowns in the first half. Um, just to pick somebody different besides Iowa State, Lane Kiffin won the Egg Bowl, mm-hmm. and you know what? He's brought you know good, bad, wrong, right. He's brought some real excitement to Ole Miss. They light it up. They can score. You know, they don't always win, but, you know, they are entertaining to watch, and he's giving them a little jolt. So I'm going to go Lane Kiffin. Even though he went for fourth down three times and gave up nine points, even though? Yeah, just because I think he's good for Ole Miss. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I don't know. Those analytical people sometimes say you're supposed to do that because – I mean, if it's fourth and one, I understand, but fourth and three, four, something like that, yeah. uh, the odds are low that uh, you're going to do that. Uh, but uh, and I watched the Jacksonville Jags. They went for two after kicking an extra point. Yeah. There was a penalty on the other team, so they get it on like the one-and-a-half, two-yard line, and they threw a pass anyway, incomplete. Yeah. So they, 
Well, it, it would have been a tie game. They lost by two. They had to go for two at the end of the game and didn't make it. But, uh, uh, you know, the book and the percentages all say kick the extra point till you get in the fourth quarter. And then if it's time to go for two, then you do it. You know, one of the things I wanted to ask you both your opinions on is uh, the, the opting out of players at this point in the season. And, and, and look, I get this is a screwy year. I understand that. But that kind of bothers me. I mean, in other words, if what if the team was seven and zero? Are you going to opt out? Probably not. Well, if you're two and six, I'm done. That bothers me. Am I wrong, Shane? No, it bothers me as well. But I, I think, I think you're going to see that more often, regardless of the COVID era. I do. I mean, we saw it what last year or two years ago, guys opting out of the bowl games, Mm -hmm. which you know, I, you know, I understand, but. You know, what, what a lot of these guys don't understand is they, they really don't know where they're going to get drafted. Mm-hmm. You just never know. And the more tape and more film you put out there, it, it's, it's going to enhance mm-hmm. your status probably. But, you know, this year is very bizarre because everybody can come back if they want to come back. Um, mm-hmm. So, But, no, when, I hear you. You know, would player X be opting out if his team had a chance to win a championship? Yeah. Uh, Steve, you know, most of us would think, hey, you know, this guy's sort of quitting on his team, blah, 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 and he doesn't do this, that, and the other. And then the other way to look at it is maybe this player says, you know what, I'm on a team that just flat doesn't give a damn. The effort's not here. We don't compete. Uh, seems like uh, we're, we're not together. And what am I doing here? What am I going to stay here and play? Okay. And, uh, you know, the idea of trying to win the game is not on everybody's mind. And uh, so I need, I need to get out of here. So that could happen also. Sure. Sometimes that happens to coaches too. Did you know that? This mm. team's got bad attitude and everything around here is not going very good. I need to opt out. So <laughs> players, uh, players opt out. Sometimes coaches opt out too. Yeah. Um, okay, let's uh, get a call on the Campus USA phone line. That'll be uh, Joe. <clears throat> Joe, welcome. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, question for Coach and Shane. Uh, for the Tennessee game, with the temperature going to be kind of like starting in the mid 40s, I guess, and then dropping in the 30s, and with the uh, you know the river and the, and the wind and all that, what impact could that have uh, on the game for us? You know, passing, catching, etc. Yeah, I don't think it'll have a, a huge impact at all. But you n- you never know unless it's a terribly terribly uh, windy, cold day and so forth. Uh, I don't think that's expected. It, it will be a little cold, no, no doubt about that. But I like what uh, Dan Mullen said the other day about it. He said, you know, all of our players or a lot of our players hope to play pro football. So we tell them you got to play in cold weather if you're mm-hmm. going to play in the NFL. So it's no big deal. Yeah, come out there and don't wear long sleeves. Just just go play the game and, and, and don't worry about it. One of my favorite games of all time, Steve, uh, was with the Alliance this past uh, 2019. We go to Salt Lake City uh, in March, and they, they had a big s- snowstorm came through that day. That day it started snowing, and uh, – and I told our guys, we're mostly all Florida boys, every one of us on the team. Uh, I said it would be fun if we could come up here and win a game in the snow. We'll mm-hmm. have something to talk about the rest of our lives. And we played one of the best games of the year. We had no turnovers. Uh, we only punted once, first drive. And, and then we punted right at the end of the game when we had a, a nine-point lead, I think it was. But uh, the guys just really played well because we embraced the opportunity to play in the snow. And we got, us Florida boys got a win in the snow. 
Yeah, the, the cold weather is, is not going to be a factor. I, I think, you know, because I pretty much every – I played for about every cold weather team there is in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's, it's hard on the guys that aren't playing mm-hmm. when you're a backup sitting on the sidelines. But you still – now, I don't know what Tennessee's going to have, but in, in, in pro ball – you know, you got your hand warmers for the quarterback. You know, the little things you can buy at Dick's that shake. You take hunting or whatever, mm-hmm. keep your hands warm. But you have the heaters on the sideline. The people that I don't understand, it's damn cold for the fans that are sitting in the stands for three hours. Sure. You know, when it's cold and windy and you don't have the heaters. So, you know, once they get their body temperature going in pregame warm-up, you know, the adrenaline flowing, it's really not a factor. Just as long as the quarterback, you know, can grip the football. And I – I haven't been to Neyland Stadium in years, but it's pretty steep, if I remember correctly. So I wouldn't think the wind could really affect the ball much in that stadium. No. Let's take a break. Come back. Much more to come. Coach going to drop his play here in Chalk Talk. That's next as you listen to the Inside the Huddle program right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Miami. Uh, I need the English version today, please. Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them in either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, MyIT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. So call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Uh, it is now time for our top four teams, brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times with more TVs than anybody. You can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Right, I'm going to ask this, guys. Not, I'm going to ask you what you think the top four teams should be. In other words, if you think Ohio State shouldn't be there, get them out. If you think they should be there, keep them. So, Shaner, you're top four. Well, I got Alabama at one. I, I still have Notre Dame at two. And I do not have Ohio State in my top four uh, until they play more games. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just – I'm tired of the Big Ten. Uh, <laughs> so, so I guess I have three teams sitting there uh, third. You know, I got Clemson, A&M, and Florida. Uh, with with Cincinnati kind of just sitting there waiting to see what happens with the rest. Okay. What do you got, Coach? Oh, I got about the same as Shane. Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson. But number four, I have got the Florida Fighting Gators. We're one fumble away from being 8-0, and that loss is is really not going to hurt us as long as we go from here. So uh, I got the Florida Gators at number four. Number five, a whole bunch of teams. Cincinnati, BYU, Coastal, Marshall. Everybody undefeated deserves to be number five. You know, the, the team is getting no love as A&M. They looked horrible, though, the other they night. They did. But it was kind of sloggy and rainy. Yeah. And Kellen Mond was 11 of 33 yeah, or 4. Good. Oh, it was ugly. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was ugly. ugly. But they won ugly. Yeah. Oh, the and, defense was fantastic. Yes, and, and that's what you have to do. If you win over the course of a year, you're not going to be sharp every week. And I think – they didn't play. So I'm going to just give them love only because they beat Florida. That can, and certainly that can, that can change mm-hmm. if they get to the conference championship game. Okay. All right, now, Chalk Talk, brought to you by Meldon Law with over 40 years of experience. Meldon Law, where you matter mm-hmm. most. Coach, take it away. On the uh, board? Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going to draw up a play that the Houston Texans ran this week. Uh, pretty neat little play where they, they hand the ball off. First of all, I'll put a defense up here. Most people in pros, they all play man-to-man and so forth. They hand it off to the running back, uh, Deshaun Watson, and he sort of fakes like he's got it, and then he stops. He just stands there. So the running back went over here. He dipped in even a little bit. Now, they're blocking, you know, the sweet play. They're blocking the sweet play. I think they pulled a guy, tight end block. This guy went down in here. The receiver acting like he's looking for somebody to block. Okay? Now, the running back, th- this guy's clearing out. He's got this guy running with him, and uh, all these guys are chasing the play now. So, Deshaun, he stood over here in 1,001, 1,002. The running back did a fantastic job. He went up in there a little bit, and then he bellied back here and threw a lateral back to Deshaun Watson here. Now, this guy, he's got a weight. He, he, he goes three counts. 1,001, 1,002, I mean, he's getting everybody going. And then he just came across here about 15 to 20. And Deshaun caught it, threw it to him. He ran in for a touchdown. So the old throwback to the quarterback, and then he threw it. So I, I, sometimes I wish we'd done more of these lateral plays because every time we ran one, it seemed to score. I remember Shane, uh, actually against Kentucky, he threw a little quick screen out here. 
guy acted like he wanted to go, and then we threw back a screen to the quarterback, chain, and he ran for a touchdown, and uh, that was in 91, wasn't it? Yep. So those double passes seemed to always work, and uh, I really liked that when the Houston Texans did uh, this Sunday. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a cool play. I remember watching that on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Day, and it, it's, a, it's a version of a flea flicker, but the, it was all the running back making it look oh, like yeah. he, made he did it a look phenomenal, like run. phenomenal yeah, job. Yeah, he really did an excellent job because he dipped in and then dipped back out and then fired it. Uh, and some running backs can do that, but mo- most of them can't, you know, throw that accurate. Yeah, and you know, Deshaun Watson, pretty good. Oh, it's going to be interesting to see who they hire. Uh, you know, there there was some talk about maybe Eric Bieniemy getting that job. Yeah, uh, I want you, the Jets to hire him. You do, Deshaun Watson. He's probably the closest to Patrick Mahomes up there, and statistically, he's right there uh, with Mahomes uh, in the NFL. Right? Yeah, pretty good. We'll take a break. Uh, and we're going to have a lot more left. We're going to have uh, games to look for here and much more coming up. We'll take a closer look at Florida, Tennessee, inside the huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town, as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. 
Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Gator Talk with head football coach Dan Mullen. Thursday evenings at 7 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Time now for our games to look for. Brought to you by MyIT Masters, your one-stop shop for your businesses, technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. All right, guys, just some random games here we'll pick. And, of course, as we do this today, we hope they'll be played. Uh, Texas A&M at Auburn. Should be a good one. Uh, You know, Auburn, it's going to be interesting, you know, how Auburn ends their season uh, coming off the loss to Alabama. But, you know, A&M still has aspirations of being in the 14th playoff. They have to win this game. I like like A&M. Yeah, I like A&M in a low-scoring game. their, their defense has really stepped up, A&M. And, and Auburn, it's at Auburn, though. They, they, they'll have a fighting chance, but I, I'd go with A&M. This is my sleeper game of the week. Ready? Liberty Oh yeah. at Coastal Carolina. Game day is going to be there. Yeah, how about yeah. that? Uh, should be a heck of a game. Two really good programs. Um, I got a feeling, a sneaky feeling, though, Liberty's going to win that game. Do you? I do. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, I think it's going to be 50 to 48. And since it's at Coastal Carolina, I'd go with Coastal. Well, Liberty, Liberty the reason I like Liberty is because they've, they've played better competition. Coastal's yep. only beaten the guys mm, in their true. Sun Belt. Yep. Liberty's played a, and beaten ACC teams. Mm. Yep. I, that's why I'm going to lean to Liberty, too, just because yeah. of that, but mm. close. Um, Arkansas, Missouri. Uh, well, this is uh, Coach and I talked about this yesterday. You know, we, we've been sitting here talking about what the job Sam Pittman's done. Well, dang, Missouri's won four games. Yeah. So, like we said yesterday on a show, whoever wins this game may be the coach of the year in the conference. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with Missouri. I think they've got some momentum. Uh, Drinkowitz, his name's popped up for some of these bigger schools. I mean, he just got to Missouri. I don't know that he would leave after one year, but coaches have done that in the past, so I don't, I don't know what will happen there. But he'll get some opportunities, I think. Indiana, Wisconsin. <clears throat> Uh, well, Indiana just lost their starting quarterback. Yeah, Penix, yep. Penix is out towards ACL last week. Yeah, came. I think he played. I mean, he didn't come out of the game when he was hurt, did he? I, I don't know. I think he may have played a little bit on that at torn ACL, but uh, I'll lean towards Wisconsin now with their quarterback being out. Yeah, Wisconsin, I <clears throat> I would think, could get back playing like they're, they're capable. Uh, but Northwestern really shut them down. Uh, be a close game. Uh, and then um, – a couple of more here we'll do. And does, does Virginia Tech have a chance against Clemson? No. Okay. 
No, Vatek, they're just playing out the you season. You know, Clemson, <clears throat> Clemson played pissed off yeah, Saturday. They, they sure did. I mean, 31 to nothing. I don't care who you're playing. 31 nothing after one quarter yeah. is pretty impressive. I, I agree. Uh, does LSU keep it close against Alabama? I don't think there's any way. I think Alabama can name the score here. I think they're too too much firepower. And it'd be interesting to see what – if I'm LSU, I play the Max Johnson kid uh, over mm-hmm. Finley. Finley just – I don't I don't think he can play in this league. Uh, well, Finley had that big game against South Carolina. But everybody uh, is, Coach. <clears throat> Everybody's had a big game. But I agree. Night. They they should play the uh, Johnson kid at LSU, I would think. I don't know, but uh, – yeah, you got to say Alabama. One of the media boys said that they may even try to run the score up the way LSU beat them last year. I think first time in eight years, mm. and uh, LSU fans really rubbed it in on Alabama, as we know. And now that it's, it's time for the LSU fans to take sort of what they gave out last year. Yeah, at LSU too. Um, <laughs> let's go to our Campus USA phone line. We'll get David quickly. David, hi. Hey, gentlemen, uh, Coach Spurrier, Shane, Steve. Good morning. Uh, first of all, I want to—I just want to thank you, gentlemen, for for doing the show. I'm in Tallahassee here, and it's it's great to be able to hear you on the internet. Uh, my question, with all the with all the rules changes over the years, especially since uh, Shane was playing and uh, Coach was coaching, uh, which are favoring the offense, you know, in college ball. What can the defenses do these days to uh, even up the playing field? I don't know. I think it's 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 tough. Uh, the, the the biggest rule change, well, it's what R, the RPO, the run pass option. When you know back when we played, coach, you you mm-hmm. you can speak better than I can. You know, usually the de- defender they looked at the pad level of offensive linemen. When pad when they came off firing, you you knew it was a run, and so you could react. And if the pad level counted, their heads went up and they backpedaled, it was a pass play. Well, now they can fire off <clears throat> at least three yards downfield, and sometimes they go a lot farther than that. Yeah, don't get called. And then the quarterback throws it behind the lineman's <clears throat> head, and, and, and guys are wide open. I think that's the, big, <clears throat> the biggest change for offense. And plus, as defensive backs, I think they're, they're – I don't know if scared is the right word, but they're afraid to play physical because they're going to get a targeting call and get thrown out of the game. Uh yeah, most all the new rules help the offense. I don't think they've ever put one in to help the defense. Uh, gosh, the other day in the Tampa Bay Buck, twice a, a, a defensive lineman hit hit the quarterback on the head, and that was a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. I mean, he didn't clobber him or anything. He just came down on his head. So the rules help the offense. What can the defense do? Uh, to me, what the defense has to do is a little bit what Texas A&M did to LSU. Texas A&M put seven guys on the line of scrimmage, four guys back there, and they rushed different ones every time. I mean, sometimes a down lineman would back. And LSU never figured out how to block one guy, it seemed like. And he was knocking the heck out of the quarterback almost every play. So when the defense disguises and – that's their only way, really, to stop the good offenses. Hey, we just happen to guess they might be doing this, that, and the other, or find a way to rush the passer. And I guarantee you, those uh, Texas A&M, their D coordinator, all those rushes he did against LSU, people are going to start using those. So when you fans see seven guys lined up on the line of scrimmage, not all of them are coming, but uh, 
They, they got that from Texas Got to guess which ones are. Yeah, it's going yeah. to spread around. Yeah. David, thanks for the call mm-hmm. in Tallahassee. I appreciate your call. We'll take a break, come back. We'll take a closer look at Florida, Tennessee, inside the huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen, and you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Okay, guys, we've got two minutes. Shane, I'll start with you. Uh, let's look ahead to Tennessee. You know, not the normal buzz for this game because of Tennessee struggles, but th- this is like you, you still got to go up there and win this game. No, you do. Uh, we have so much on the line. Got to f- go up there and take care of business. And and I would think Tennessee's game plan is going to be what similar to what you saw with Kentucky. You know, a defensive-minded head coach. Tennessee prides himself in supposedly having a good offensive line, wanting to run the football, keep trasking those guys off the field. You know, so got to get them off the field. Uh, but when we had football, I think they're going to have trouble stopping us. 
I tell you what, Dan Mullen's going for his first ever division championship. Uh, I remember when we started this in 92, we had to beat Vandy up there to win it. And we did, 41 to 17, I think was the score. But we took a picture underneath the scoreboard, mm-hmm. Shane. You remember that? Because mm-hmm. we were, we were, heck, we were two games back. We'd lost two games, and then we won six in a row, and Tennessee managed to lose three, who had beaten us earlier. So we were fired up winning that division. And then after that, we sort of said, hey, we, we, we'd win the division by one or two games. Our teams were so good. Uh, so we didn't take pictures after that. But we just need to go play. It's a big game, but it's not too big. You know what I mean? Yep. Don't make it out to be oh something just make sure we're ready to play and and good things will happen for us so i think that's the attitude we'll take up there yep and look you got to take advantage if a team is struggling you got to take advantage of that and go win and this this is a, obviously an important game to win to get to atlanta and mm-hmm. i and i think this team's going to be ready to play i don't i don't mm-hmm. think they're going to be spooked by the weather or the cold because dan mullen does what you do coach go play Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. Go play. Control yeah. what you can control. Exactly. How your performance. Exactly. exactly right. That is our Inside the Huddle for today. And all, mm. I say this every week. Steve, I, I, got, I got a public service announcement real quick. Okay. This past week, Elizabeth DeLuca and her family donated 27,000 acres of land down in the middle part of the state, Osceola County, near State Road 60 and Hee Junction, uh, to the University of Florida. Okay. And it will stay as pristine land, no urban sprawl, no shopping centers, houses. That land will stay there, and it's at the headquarters, uh, headwaters of the Everglades. So it's land that needs to stay intact. And this lady, uh, we really thank her for this donation to the University of Florida. Elizabeth DeLuca and her family. Okay. Thanks. And we thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle today. The Dan Patrick Show is next. I'll see you for sports scene at noon. Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. So long, everybody. Worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics in Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Thanks for listening to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF's Steve Russell, and Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Podcasts are available at WRUF.com, the WRUF app, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown! Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weeby Marketing and produced by the University of Florida's ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.